I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, I'm a, a real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Well, you know it. It's the show for the Renaissance person, the multi-potentialite. It's a positive, agenda-free zone, and we always discuss a variety of things because we love a variety of things. We're curious, so we nerd out. We strive to be better, so we unleash our superhero. Today, you know, we're going to be talking about a few things like personal online security, TV show and music reviews, gaming stories, a new plan for being healthy all around in your life, and of course, more things that we're curious about and nerding out on. So, as I usually say, and sometimes some people like to interrupt me, Let's rock it! Let's rock it! <laughs> Woo! Dude, that's like the operatic version. I needed to interrupt you. Let's rock it! All right, well, welcome to The Real Brian Show, where you get to wake up every Friday morning to my heavy breathing. <sighs> Happy Friday. How you doing? Happy Friday. Captain good, Influence. Good, Brian. How- How's Brian doing today? Good, man. Awesome. It's April. I, I mean, almost mid-April. The uh, yeah, it's almost already. it's almost time for green and warmth. So much warmth that I may or may not be doing this episode in my underpants. Well, Mike's on pants off. Boom. Booyah. Oak. I, I got to share a funny story. So Johnny Pistol Shot Seven Blue Seven and I were we're talking and just hanging out. At one point, Johnny says. Dude, you need a slogan that's like, we put the real in and then, you know, fill in the blank, but something that has real in it. So like ethereal or surreal or something like that. So naturally I go on and I say, you know, what words have real in it? And what I came up with, the first thing I saw was we put the real in venereal. Indeed. <laughs> no, that's horrible. It's it, <sighs> well, we really don't No, but it. We do need to come up with more things like that. <laughs> I mean, we were laughing so hard. I think, it was so funny. I think you ruined it by explaining the, the <laughs> genesis of that. No, it's Brian. funny. You just said it. The, the story was hilarious, though. Uh, really? You had did to I, be there. Did I ruin it? You had to be there. Uh, it was one of those you had to be there things. I just think it's hilarious. It, yeah. I mean, without the story, though, <laughs> I feel like people would be offended. They'd be like, you know, Brian... I mean, you know, someone, someone out there might have a venereal issue and, you know, I, I don't want to make them feel bad because that's a, you know, that's kind of a serious thing, but you know, waking up to my heavy breathing is not so serious. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Well, Brian, how you doing? All right, let's get serious so, here, people. Guess what's not happening right now is that I don't have anything to drink because, well, I take that back, but, um, you know, we don't have a sink. We don't have a toilet, Still. so I, I can't even get toilet water. So I found some snow melt outside. Snow melt. Snow melt, yeah. That's what I'm drinking. Very well, exciting. Good. That's probably fairly clean. I mean, it's Colorado. Um, does it count that it was a little yellow and black at the same time? As long as it tastes okay. You're well, like, you're it kind of tastes like lemon pledge. Mm. Oh, no. No, no. We want it's more. Face palm. <laughs> Is that one of those can... like icy freezes thingies or what were those things called? Snow cones. Yellow there snow you cones. Go. Yeah, yellow snow cones and everybody be like, that's not lemon pledge. Oh, well. Or hey, lemon. Kryptonite, <laughs> thank you so much, man. This guy has taken over the editing and production of The Real Brian Show, which has come at a really, really wonderful time. And if you've not listened past, you know, the outro and the music and all that, he does a mashup, not for every episode, but for the majority of them. And I told him, don't do them for every episode because we don't want any of us to come to expect that because that would be unfair. No, I mean, it's more of a treat. It's a, it's a, it's a surprise. So you should always listen through the end of the music at the very end of the episode, just in case. So thank you, Kryptonite. It's really, you're doing a great job, man. And it's really helping out massively. And we're not even. I agree 100%. And we're not even doing, we're not even making you wait just so you can listen to some kind of advertisement or see some credits like, you know, Marvel movies. Oh. 
tend to do. We we just it's yeah. just a fun thing at the end. That's all. So speaking of that, a couple of the more recent Marvel movies, they have usually something really good during the middle of the credits. It's usually a great scene. Mm-hmm. And then there's always something at the very end of the credits. And I hate to say it, but like, I think the last three or four Marvel movies that I've seen, seriously not worth it, man. Seriously. I mean, they're funny, but it's like right. I had to sit through 20 minutes of that just for that. Yeah. So I'm and like, isn't, guys, what, which movie was it where at the end, uh, Captain America? Oh, it was a Spider-Man homecoming where you wait through the whole credits and then Captain America comes on and says, don't you hate it when you have to wait all that time for something that isn't really that interesting? Yes. <laughs> <Or whatever. laughs> and it's, that was pretty yeah. tongue in cheek. I like that. That was funny. But then the last couple have been really, that's it. Yeah. I, I yeah. feel like that, oh. that should be in the middle and then the really good one should be at the very end of the movie because then it's I worth staying. That's yeah. I agree hundred percent. And guess what? I finally saw uh, yesterday. What, what was that? What? Ant-Man and Wasp. Oh, what did you think? I liked it. It was fun. Just like Ant-Man. It was yes. fun. The same way. A fun movie. They're both fun movies. Yes. I really liked both of them. Yes. I thought it was actually a surprising sequel because I think, some of the sequels, well, I mean, I take that back. Thor, the dark world was better than the first Thor, but Iron Man two, not as good as the first one. So Captain America two was, was better. So you never know. But I mean, in this one, it was like, it was equally as good. They kept it up and it was just well done and yeah, tied in very nicely to infinity war. Yeah. And explains why. Well, you'll see, (laughs) you'll see. So speaking of Marvel and how Marvel stole Captain Marvel, and why DC then had to change to Shazam. True story, by the way. Shazam's out. We have not seen it yet, but we're going to go see it, and we'll talk about it next week. We'll do the non-spoilery thing as well. And I've been also reading the Shazam comics. Jeff Johns has been putting out kind of a reboot of the comics, and I've read the first one, and I have the other ones now in my stash ready to go. Really good so far. It's interesting because a lot of people are watching the previews and saying, dude, this movie looks super juvenile, super childish, super cheesy. I'm like, well, keep in mind these kids are like teenagers. And yeah, it looks fun. I mean, I hope it looks like Ant Man fun. I hope so. I really do. I mean, so far, reviews I'm seeing are positive. But yeah, I mean, of course it's juvenile. He's a, he's a teenager that gains powers and turns into a grown man when he, you know, turns into Shazam and everything like that and, and hangs out with other teenagers. And, you know, so you're going to have that. But I think in that sense, it's true to the story. But we'll see. I'm excited for it because, you know, there's the part of me that wants DC movies to really succeed. Because we need the competition because if DC movies get better, then Marvel has to keep getting better and then so on and so forth. You know, that's my goal. And some of the DC movies have just missed the mark. As we know, the DC TV shows have done a really good job, but of course they're not associated. So I hope Shazam does well. Wonder Woman was great. I know you didn't like it, but at least it was a positive Uh, movement forward and same with Aquaman and we'll hope for, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, it was, it was all right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was awful, horrible, boo! You know, you know uh, the Muppets? Of course. When they're just going like, that was great. Well, it was all right. Well, it wasn't bad. Actually, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty the awful. It was horrible, <laughs> boo! Oh, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love those guys. The peanut those gallery. Awesome. Oh, man. So anyway, there you go. Read the, the Shazam comics if you're into comic books. So far, so good. And I've mentioned this before. The new Firefly comic 10 series that's out right now. Dude. Dude. So good. If you're a Firefly fan. How old is the Shazam character? And well, you can go into more detail when we when we talk about the film. That's and, a and that great story question. about how Marvel stole uh, Captain Marvel. I got to hear that. Yeah. And I don't know all of the, you know, details and everything like that. But, but I do you might know, know by. Yeah, you might know by the time we do it, though. Sure. I know that <laughs> Shazam's been around for a long. Again, it started off as Captain Marvel way back in the day. So I will have to go back and do all the research and figure out when it first came out and when Marvel came out with its Captain Marvel and so on. And then uh, ended up, I don't know if it forced DC to change or if DC decided to change to Shazam. It's been around a while though. Hmm, okay. But I couldn't tell you the year. So I'll look it up. And of course, if anyone else knows, then yeah. Send it in first. We'll see what happens. Boom. All right. We'll even credit your name on the show. That would be special, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have to, dude, I got to share this one. So I have not been able to go see any new movies. And honestly, 
I don't think there's really anything right now that I want to go see except Shazam. So there's been a little bit of a, a, I call it the dry spell, you know, in between. And it's, you know, it's April, end of March, that kind of thing. There's usually not a lot going on. And of course, Shazam's coming out. And then we've got some other ones. And then Avengers is in beginning of May. So we've got some stuff. But I decided that, you know, it's always fun to go back and watch movies that you have digitally or, you know, if you're old school on VHS and uh, Bloodsport, man, and Kickboxer. Do you remember those? <laughs> yeah, I do. Were those uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme? Oh, yeah. 1988 for Bloodsport, 1989 for Kickboxer, dude. <laughs> I mean, I've seen Bloodsport before, but I don't think I've ever seen Kickboxer. So I'm like, I got to watch these. And I wanted to go back and, and rewatch Bloodsport because the guy Bolo, I don't know what his last name is, but Bolo. Um, yeah. Anyway, the guy that plays the, you know, the bad guy in Bloodsport, the giant, you know, Asian dude that's like ripped, you know, like he, he's like pulsating his by his pecs. There we go. He's pulsating his pecs. You know what I'm talking about? Name of the guy. That's pecs. Bolo. Bolo. Yeah. So dude, Hey, rewind just one second. I hate to interrupt. But- yeah. It's what I do. Uh, are you watching these on a VHS? Play? No, 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 no. I was totally kidding. Oh, I've oh, got a digital darn. copy. I'm just saying for those of you who enjoy oh, okay. the VHS. I was like, how's that look? I don't even have a VCR anymore, <laughs> man. I mean, like, it's. I, I think we have one in storage right now. I had one when I was a lot younger. Yeah. But yeah, I finally no. got rid of all my VHS tapes. Anyway, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I haven't digress. had a VHS in a long time. I don't even remember, but I don't even really use DVDs or Blu-rays anymore unless it's like. I pull something out of the archives because I <laughs> everything's digital. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So the guy in there, they voiced over his voice because he has a higher voice in real life. Bolo, the guy that plays the bad guy. And like <laughs> almost. So there's one point towards the end of the movie where you hear him screaming because he's cheering and it's pretty uh. high pitched. But there's this classic line where he points at Jean-Claude Van Damme's character and he's like, you are next and it's horrible. I mean, like it's almost not even synced the way that it is, but it's so classic, but dude, Uh, that guy Bolo, man, he could do the greatest facial feature expressions that made him look like he was literally going to explode like extreme anger and rage. Oh man, just beautiful. But yeah, going back and rewatching that, I mean, the acting is atrociously bad. The, uh, I mean, the music is so cheesy. So, I mean, it's like this eighties music that no one's ever, heard. I don't even, it's probably a one-off for the movie that of never course. went popular and it there were totally, lots of those. totally dated. And of course, you know, Jean-Claude's wearing his, if you remember like, uh, the, the pants, it was like super pleated kind of like khakis, you know, but they were pulled up cause they were whatever reason, like pants nowadays have a lower <laughs> waistline and back in the eighties, so they was- had a higher waistline. You ever oh, right, that? right. Yeah. So it's like up higher. And so the shirt looks really <laughs> short and everything. And he's got like, the, it's just like this. This mm-hmm. is the worst fashion. He looks like an man. old guy. Well, he's pretty young in that movie though, but it's I just, know, but that's, it's the eighties, man. It's so funny to go back and rewatch though. Yeah. You know, I have to say I, I was really disappointed uh, a couple weeks ago when my best friend's son, who's about 13 said that he didn't know who Bruce Lee was. Okay. That's, that's so just sad. sad. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad I, and not sad against him. It's just sad, you know, that somebody doesn't know who Bruce Lee was. You know, I'm hearing that a lot lately where people are saying like, I've never heard of like, I don't know, Nirvana or I don't know. I, I hear that a lot where it's, <laughs> it, it's surprising to me, not because of age and generation, because when I was these people's age that I'm talking about, yeah, I knew stuff from my parents' generation. I didn't necessarily watch it or listen to it, but I knew who these people were. I never watched Bruce Lee movies when I was a kid, but I knew who he was. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't listen to shoot. I don't know half the movie or half the, half the music from the sixties and stuff like that all the time. But I knew the bands. I knew who they were. You know, I knew who the Beatles were. I knew these things, you know? So it's like, <laughs> and it was the funniest thing. Cause I remember one point when I was in high school, there was a, I don't even remember what song it was, but there was a 1940 song that came on. And this older woman next to me said, oh, you're too young to even know what this is. And I said, oh, no, this is so and so in this song. She kind of looked at me like, wow, I'm surprised. And I said, well, yeah, I mean, for you. I like to be Good cultured. You, I like man. to. I, yeah, you're a special young man. Oh, why don't you come dance with me? So I'm serious, though. It's like a very nice thing, I think, to be cultured and to at least be aware of things from other generations. I mean, 
for people yeah. to not know who Bruce Lee is, I don't think it's an age issue. I think it's an uncultured thing. They just, especially in the information age. Yeah. I mean, anyway, now, I'm granted, not surprised. I'm not surprised for my part, but I am sad. Well, and, and it goes back to this. If it's a 13, you said 13 year old, 14 year old, he's 13, 13, 13 right? So 13 year old, it's not necessarily his fault per se for not being, no. you know, not knowing who that is. It's just an no. exposure issue. So has he been exposed to, that kind of stuff or not. And you know, that, that could be a, a parenting thing. That could be a yeah. schooling oh, thing. Oh, that's a good point. It could be a oh, lot of now things. I know, now I know who to go after. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, I find it surprising how, what is the word? Um, isolated maybe, you know, like, like you're isolated in your own generation. People are today. Yeah. It's like, it's a very five year span almost versus mm-hmm. like, I don't remember it ever being that way when, I mean, even 10 years ago, I don't remember youngsters, saying, you know, I only know things within a five year span. It was like, oh, you so there you go. Go, <laughs> go watch some eighties, man. Go watch some eighties movies. Kickboxer. Definitely interesting. The first one was interesting. Not as good as Bloodsport. The fighting in those movies, though, are, are spectacular. And I got to say, even though John Claude is kind of cheesy as an actor, I loved his, his show on Netflix that got canceled, by the way. That was a oh. funny show. It was like came out last year or the year before. That was a fun show. But dude, that guy was talented. You can't deny oh, that yeah. he could fight. Yeah, he was cool. Hey, while we're in the media side of things, have you checked out the rookie yet? The Me, TV no, show? not yet. Okay. Have not you, yet. have you heard of and or seen the, the Marvel TV show cloak and dagger? No, I have not. I didn't even know about this until just recently. <laughs> and I was like, how did I not know about cloak and dagger? It's a Marvel TV show it came out last year. Didn't even know about it. The name by itself would turn me off. It's not, I don't like detective and spy stuff. So Interesting. Yeah, it, it's not the at name all what by it is. itself. I don't know, but that's just cloak and dagger is, <laughs> is interesting. That's, that's what that implies. So yeah, not even close. Uh, and the thing yeah. is, is that cloak and dagger are their essentially their superpowers. Oh, okay. So in that sense, but I started watching it cause I didn't know about it and I'm two, ep- three episodes in. Mm hmm. I skip around a lot. You know, it's like I'm either watching the rookie <laughs> or I'm watching, you know, something else. I, don't, I can't watch all these shows at the same. I know some people can watch all these shows at the same time. I don't have that kind of time, whatever, but I had to at least see a couple of episodes. It's very interesting. Let's put it that way. It's extremely yeah. slow, though. It's one of those where I'm like, OK, what's going on here? Like, OK, get to the point. OK, land the plane. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> we are. Wow. Oh, uh, well, what, 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 what happened? No. So in that sense, it's very slow just, but it's just enough to keep you teased without the development that you're hoping for, but it's still extremely interesting. And it's like, dang it. I want to know what happens because it's well done in that sense. You know, it develops it well. Okay. I don't know. I'm only three episodes in. I don't know if it's worth it all the way, but, yeah, but after three episodes, you're okay with it, right? I'm okay with it. I, I, what I have to do is I have to kind of step back and say, I'm unfortunately being indoctrinated into the world of fast paced, you know, high eye candy action kind of stuff. And this is not that. And that's the way things used to be. And so it's kind of like I have to almost retrain myself to be okay with it. And in many ways, there's a part of me that loves that slow pace because it's not frantic and hectic and stressful, even though that's what just kind of captures our attention, you know, or like the, the thing that I hate nowadays this was another thing going back and watching the, you know, the blood sport and the eighties movies is the camera was just still and you'd see the action scenes. Nowadays, it's like there's that shaky camera. You know, it's like you're, you're watching the screen and the freaking camera's shaking all over the place. And I just absolutely <laughs> hate that. I've always hated that. Yeah. And yet that's what everyone does nowadays. Interesting. Yeah. It drives me crazy, but whatever. So season two is currently airing and I believe it's ABC. It's an ABC studio. And I'm not watching it live right now because I'm still in season one. So I have no idea if it's on actual ABC or not, but better not be watching it right now. You're trying to make a show. Well, I know. I know. Sometimes I do that, though. <laughs> remember, remember when we were recording and I'm like watching a show. Remember that? Remember that? All right. So uh, rookie update. Rookie. The rookie. All right. Here's my here's my thing on the rookie. I, I mentioned it was really, really great. I think I'd watched three episodes there was a great balance of drama relationships, cop excitement, blah, 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 blah. It was good, right? couple of episodes in after that, you start to get a little too drama heavy at times, not all the time, 
to me, it upsets the balance a little too much. I mean, I'm all for character development. I'm all for the characters developing that rapport for each other, whatever relationship that's going to be friendship, you know, that kind of thing. But to me, when you start going a little too far that way, you don't get that exceptional punch slash launch right out the gate that they had with the first three episodes. However, the most recent episode that I watched, I'm not caught up yet, by the way, was actually really great. It was all back to that first three episodes kind of excitement and balance. So it kind of goes up and down depending on, but that's a typical TV season too. Yeah. So phenomenal episodes and some decent episodes, but nothing bad. I haven't. And the other thing too, and I've said this is that it's, it's a really honestly clean show, which just surprises me because everything is, you know, mature rated these days, which just gets kind of old. No offense. Yeah. Well, speaking of not clean shows, I'm really looking forward to subscribing to HBO uh, this month so that I can watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, that that's on Monday, dude. April 15th. <sighs> Holy cow. I, I never watched one of those episodes ever. Yep. HBO's subscriptions are going to go through the roof. Yeah, I will. I know. For those of you who are big, you know, Goddard fans. Wait, yeah, got, see, got, I'm saying Lauder, you know, Loader, Loader, Lord of the Rings. It's got fans. Got to say got, Goddard, Goddard. Goddard. I want to say like Game of Thrones Returns is what I was trying to go after. There you go. Goddard. So, got fans. Goddard. Goddard yep, done. I, uh, I usually wait till it's out on DVD, but for this season, I'm going to watch it as it comes out. So sweet. Well, yeah. cheers to that, man. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm ever going to watch it because I've got a friend who uh, actually my Pilates instructor is just a massive fan and He's funny. He keeps talking about it. He keeps, you know, during Pilates, he's playing the soundtrack over and over. It's really funny, actually. <laughs> okay. It's a great soundtrack. But, wow. um, you know, I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever watch it. And then he keeps saying, well, I don't know if you'll like it or not. And here's what it's about. And I went, I don't No Thanks. There's just there's certain objectionable things in there for me that probably would make it not something I should watch while on the yeah. other hand, I'm sure the story is just beyond amazing. I've heard it's one of the best stories ever told in television. Yeah. For my part, it is hands down without question without even, I mean, it's like the Lance Armstrong back in his heyday of television fantasy. There's nothing that's ever come close and there. And I don't know if anything ever will for a long time. Yeah. It's that good. It's that good. It's that good. And that's what so. makes me so mad because I really per and this is personal but Mm -hmm. I really have an issue with seeing some of that stuff because of how it affects me Mm -hmm. and I don't feel like it's something that I should do. And so therefore it's like, why, why did they have to go so far with some of that? Why? I mean, you could still tell the story without, I mean, like I said, you know, you're, I'm watching these other shows that don't have any of that crap in there and they're telling the story just fine. They can, you know, you can assume it. You can say, Oh, you know, off screen. I I understand that. Why did they have to do that? Because I just want to watch a good story without all the crap in it. That's true. And and to be honest, the, the books didn't have half the, the shocker stuff that the TV show has in it. So even though I know uh, they were there a little bit because I've heard not near as much, not near as much. Yeah. Why did they have to just go crazy with it? I don't know, but it's working and, and boy, it's a good show. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's working and, and I'll, I'll say this, it's working and, and I think that's sad actually. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, monkeys, <laughs> there comes a point where we should be very concerned about how desensitized we're all getting. There should be, I mean, I think honestly the time is now to be concerned about it, but I'm, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out. It's not trying not to push an agenda here. It's more of just out of concern of how it affects us and you know, how we yeah. therefore act forward, you know? I understand completely. Yeah. It's concerning. I mean, I, and I see it all the time and I, I'm starting to notice that more and more about people that are like, Oh yeah, I watch that stuff all the time. And then their actions, you know, start to change slightly or their attitudes start to change. And you're going, Hmm, it's hmm. not necessarily good. <laughs> that I knew that child was going to shoot his classmates. He plays call of duty all hours of the night. <laughs> see now that on the <laughs> other hand, there's a big stretch there, but you're right. You can't get desensitized to that. Especially if it's a weakness. I think that's the key, right? What is your weakness? I know what mine are. And if I know that my weaknesses are certain things here, then I probably should not go expose myself to those kind of weaknesses because what's it going to do? It's going to screw me up. But if, you know, if going and playing Call of Duty and shooting people doesn't affect you really, or I mean, I know it's going to somehow, but you know, it's not like it's not going to affect you in the sense of that. It's not your weakness. Then, okay, whatever. You know, like I know people are like, I I love gaming, but I can't even like play 
a video game for a minute because I'll become an immediately addicted. Some people say yeah. that. And so they just can't oh, do yeah. it. And I totally understand yeah. that. That's why I don't buy candy at the grocery store because I just would eat it all the time. So I don't ever buy it. Mm. I never buy chocolate. I never buy candy. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. Or ice cream. I, I love, you know how much I love ice oh, cream. Yeah. yeah. But I never buy it because I would just eat it all the time. So Yeah. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Remember last week I was talking about, or not two, two weeks ago, sorry, I was talking about Battlefield 5 mm-hmm. and talking about how when you shoot a person in the face, they put their hands fly up to their face. And as I'm saying that, and, and I'm thinking, <laughs> man, that's pathetic. Why am I excited even sort of about such an awful portrayal? Yeah. And I think about that a lot. I think, you know, look how much of the media that we consume across the entire smorgasbord has to do with violence in some form. It's gotten it's, pretty pervasive. I'd say, it's, I'd say it's pretty much like 90%, isn't it? Seems like it. Like even in even in innocent like even in uh, innocent shows, there's topics about violence or there's something something violent. You know, it's let's put those aside because they don't really sure. count in this. But but let let's and let's downgrade from ninety to like eighty percent. But but still, I'd say there's a there's an arguable maybe eighty percent of all the media that we consume, certainly a majority, whatever that percentage is, is surrounding uh, themes of violence. Yeah. and it's so weird to me. And, and as I get older and older, I start to, re, you know, I'm, I'm realizing more and more how dumb that is. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, yeah. <laughs> and yet I still consume it. So, yeah. You know, what's interesting is that I think it's always been there. If you go all the way back, you know, there's. Oh, sure. But I think there's a difference. In fact, we were watching Timeless. We've been, you know, watching that very slowly. And there was a scene in there because they did the whole Jesse James episode going back in the old west. And one of the guys, one of the, you know, the main characters was talking about how he used to watch old Westerns, mm-hmm. but all of the heroes in the Western movies never crossed the line and they were heroes. They were good guys. And in this Jesse James one, they were actually showing like the Lone Ranger was basically based on this guy. Mm. And they were talking about, you know, nobody in real life is that good. You know, John Wayne was too good. It's, it's, un, it's unrealistic, right? He never crossed the line. I mean, you look back at like, again, going back to the eighties, you look at TV shows like Knight Rider, for example, he never killed anyone, not intentionally, ever, never killed anyone intentionally. Even Cobra never killed anybody in G.I. Exactly. Joe. All the cartoons <laughs> never killed anyone. You just defeated them and until next time sort of thing. And so this guy was talking about nobody's ever that good. But then, you know, they were talking about that this guy that basically the Lone Ranger was based on was that good, you know. Hmm. But anyway, it was a very interesting point that I kind of went, you know, that's very interesting because nowadays it's like we get off on this idea of revenge. You know, somebody does something in the movie and you're like, Oh, I hate that. You know, like John wick, for example, that mm. movie bothers me. Both of those movies bother me. And John with the John wick three is coming out. And I know people that love those movies, but I watched both of them and I walked away bothered because in that movie, somebody kills his dog in the first one and <laughs> he seeks revenge. And I thought, hey, you know, I, I, I would be about as pissed as he is. If somebody kill our dog, you know, Well, sure. But he goes off and just murders like about every single person in the movie. And I'm killing his dog. I didn't. God, that's a lot of bodies. (laughs) That's ridiculous. You know, it's an interesting plot point. Yeah. And John Wick, too, is not as good, in my opinion. But I just thought that's a lot of just senseless killing for no reason, really. Mm, And I thought, where's the line? Because it's one thing, you know, you think of military. They have to go over. And unfortunately, there are deaths that occur in war and in military situations. Same with like with cops, you know, talking about like the rookie, you've got deaths that occur, you know, in the line of duty on that kind of thing. And it's not necessarily what everyone wants, but then you've got these movies where it's just senseless killing. And I have a problem with that. If you remember the movie swordfish, it was yes, John Travolta. Uh, John Travolta. Yeah. I watched it a long time ago, but that was one of those movies that I saw and I went, there was no purpose to the violence in this movie. There's no reason for it at all. <laughs> and so I didn't like it because of that. And I, I keep reminding myself that I should not like violence like that, where it's just killing and stupid things for no reason. You know, it's one thing if it's like a, a life or death situation, somebody's at, but even then it's like back in the eighties and, and you know, before that they just find a way to defeat them without having to kill them. So I, yeah, I'm with you on this one. I, I feel like there's, and even with video games, it's almost where's just the story of video games where, where's a game where I can go and explore and, 
you know, have an adventure and solve puzzles they're, and have a lot of excitement, but not kill people. They're out there. They're out there, but they're so boring, Brian. <laughs> they don't sell either. <laughs> people aren't making them anymore, you know? Yeah, they are. It's that you can find indie games galore on Steam that are all that that, that have not not an ounce of violence in them, but I True. have no interest in those. So So we're playing Blade and Soul. I've talked about this game. And it's a Korean based game, so there's a lot of that Korean mythology and other things like that, kind of that crouching tiger hidden dragon kind of, I know that's more Chinese, but still, you know, there's, there's aspects of that. I find very interesting and I'm not going to give anything away in the story because you haven't gotten this far yet. But one thing that I find is that you don't see a lot of consistency with the story. So your training is to save lives and you know, you're never going to take revenge. You're taking the higher path. And then what are you doing? Like outside of the story, you're out killing people, <laughs> just constantly killing people. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought we weren't supposed to do that according to the story. So yeah, it's, it's just kind of funny how these things aren't very consistent with that. Yeah, whatever it is what it is. Whatever. Speaking of um, just ridiculous. Well, okay. This actually doesn't bother me. Remember the Diablo games. We've talked about Diablo before Diablo three. Yeah. Well, in this situation, you're basically killing the forces of hell. So right. I don't have a problem with that because it's not people. No. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, they're just killing demons and you know, whatever. Right. I'm still killing Brian. Well, are they really? Is it really though? Or are they already dead? Still violence, Brian. But is it really killing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. You're defeating the already dead enemies. Okay. Well, that point good aside, spin. I played Diablo three to death ad nauseum with some friends many years ago when that first came out burnt out stopped playing but johnny pistol shots like i've never played d3 i want to i want to go back and play it again i'm like okay i'll play it with you i haven't played it in years some things have changed it's been fun but you know what's interesting is that uh you know when you take a big break and you come back and you do it and now I, i like the way johnny and i play we have a very mutual understanding on gaming where it's like we're gonna play we're gonna have enjoyment and if it ever becomes a quote job We'll stop the game for a while and we'll move on to something else, you know, which I appreciate that. That's a really great way to do it. So having a good time again, love the variety of kind of jumping back and forth between games and trying new stuff. I'm, I'm a huge fan of that. I know not everybody loves that, but there are those of us who do. And I'm starting to embrace the fact that it's okay to not finish a game. I mean, it is pleasure after all, it's not work or anything. And then just say, you know what? I don't want to play that right now. I'm going to come back to that in a few months and I'm going to go on to something else right now. And I usually feel guilty about that, but now I'm starting to embrace it and say, just enjoy it. And I'm having fun now. So hashtag polygamous gaming. Hashtag don't feel guilty about whether you play video games. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hey, speaking of online stuff, man, and we're going to talk about this more next week. I'm kind of excited about this because I'm not going to get into a huge, huge story on this one though, but you know, you, you get these phishing emails ransomware. I know some people have had some ransomware issues and by the way, fishing that's pH like fat. So it's becoming an issue. Like the for, band. Exactly. Exactly. Fish. It's becoming an issue for many of us right now. A lot of people are getting those spam things. You know, it's not just the send uh, you know, $10,000 to the Prince of Saudi Arabia anymore or 10 million or whatever <laughs> it is. You know, now it's actually people are getting access to people's accounts and they're holding your like they're encrypting your data and then holding it hostage until you pay them in Bitcoin and stuff like that. So it's becoming a little bit more prevalent. Phishing's the most primary in the sense of that, you know, they're trying to get you to bite sort of thing, but the ransomware now that's very serious. You don't want to get into that. There's a lot more that goes along with that stuff, but I've had some phishing issues recently as well. And I thought, you know, I should probably look into ways to protect ourselves online, protect our data privacy, that kind of thing. And I started doing that a while ago. You know, of course, everyone's like, go change all your passwords and make them, you know, really long, encrypted, random, et cetera. So I was talking with Lord, we were talking Mike too, you know, Mike. Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, We miss Mike. Yeah, yeah, me too. And then Lord Thunder, been talking to both of those guys a little bit. And Lord Thunder has agreed to come on next week as long as the schedules are going to work out to talk a little bit more specifically about some of these things to help you to protect yourselves online as well. Now we're probably going to do a quick 15, 20 minute segment on that, but we may, depending on the interest and and how serious some of you are about, you know, Hey, maybe I should probably protect myself a little more and stop using password for the password (laughs) sort of thing. Or like, you know, (laughs) name of your dog or something. I don't know. 
or your cat, whatever. But the point being is that if you're interested in this, we may do another one-off episode, get into a little bit more detail and that kind of thing. But there's a lot out there that you can do to protect yourself a little better. I mean, of course, a really good hacker can probably get through just about anything. But this level of protection should deter most situations and most hackers out there. But it is more of an issue. In fact, Sarah did a big training, you know, with her job at the city. And yeah, apparently it's a lot more prevalent than most of us even think, I think right Interesting. now. Interesting. So, yeah. That'll be fun to talk about. My biggest issue lately uh, in the last just couple, three years has been robocalls. Oh, yeah. And I'm not stupid enough to answer them. That's the great thing about cell phones. We can all, uh, you know, we can all vet our calls. And if I'm getting a call from some weird town in New Jersey, and I, I know that's not going to be important, I just decline the call. And lately, I've been actually blocking the calls that I know are robocalls and, you know, crossing my fingers that it's not a legit call. But if it were legit, yeah. they'd leave me a voicemail So sure. uh, on that first call. So, but I get them like three or four times a day now. Yeah. Just, I'm sure many listeners can, can relate to this. Half of them are from phone numbers that have the first three, same first three digits as yours after the area code. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and so that's a guaranteed robocall and you just decline it. But man, they call a lot. So oh, I've, I've had a lot more trouble with that than, than phishing emails and stuff. Well, I guess, I mean, phishing emails have been around so long. I'm just used to them. Yeah. Uh, and I just automatically delete them. They're everywhere. But, but yeah, that's been my thing lately. Well, and sometimes, you know, they're just spammed and you don't even know they're there. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes like one, one came through that had part of my password in it. And I was like, whoa, that's scary. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. How did they and get it, that? And it fascinates me, especially with the calls that, there's no agency out there who can stop them from happening. It just weirds me out yeah. that people are so that the agencies in charge are so apathetic and or powerless to do anything about it. It's just annoying. Yeah, I'm like more up there against uh, like people who perpetrate those things than most people mm-hmm. would be. Like I would be all for like seriously death penalty for people like that. I don't, and I know that I know that's over the top. I know that's over the top, but I mean, that's how I think about people like that who, who perpetrate phishing scams and actually like actually swindle like old people out of their money. My grandpa was, before he died, he apparently was a victim of that uh, a few times. Hmm. And I only found out after he died, but I mean, people who perpetrate those scams, people who, you know, run companies that do robocalls, stuff like that. There should be such an extreme disincentive for that, in my opinion, that people just are too scared to do it. But of course, yeah. that's not going to happen. So, <laughs> I mean, I know. Uh, well, and it's one thing the robocalls and stuff like that, it's business, it's freedom of speech, it is invasion of, well, I don't know if it's quite invasion of privacy. Unfortunately, it's, I don't think it's quite that it's somebody if like, if they're knocking on your door and pushing their way inside your house, that's an invasion of privacy from a sales standpoint. But you know, with calls, it's like, you know, they're not breaking the law necessarily. Although I do have a friend that works for the phone. He does security for phone scenarios. And and actually now that I think about it, um, he's a programmer. He was talking about that if somebody calls you, oh man, I, I got to find out, find this out. But there is something that is against the law and you could sue a company in a situation similar to this, but there are some stipulations and I, I need to find out the details on that because maybe what we could do is find out what <laughs> actually that really is. And if somebody ever violates that, you can take that company to court and, you know, sue them for a lot of money. A lot. Yeah, but then you got to go get a lawyer That's and you got to do all ever that work do it. behind suing yeah. it. Yeah, and no one is ever going to take the time to do it, but you could come out, you know, millions of dollars richer. Seriously, too. But I'll find out I'm because just, maybe we, can, I'm just, we could, you know, look into that. There needs to be some better protection against people like that. And, and I think yeah. those people need to be found. And, you know, I hate and, to say this. What happens is they usually get jobs for the government. Wow, you're really good hackers. So uh, come work for us, so we can stop hackers. Well, I'm not talking. I'm not talking hackers. I'm talking scammers. Well, some of them are hackers. And but... Ransomware are typically hackers and scammers. They're both. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Pred- Maybe predatory hackers. Those are the ones I want to get rid of. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. The predatories. The pred- yeah. The predators. Let's see what Lord Thunder recommends when he comes on next yes. week. Because I would Lord be, Thunder will have a much more level-headed view of this probably yeah, than I yeah. do. So. And you know, here's the thing though. Again, it's bullying. It's not cool. These people have to live with what they're doing. They probably don't care right now because they're getting whatever they want. It's scary. It's extremely sad. So, you know, you got to protect yourself as best you can. 
And it's super easy to protect yourselves. And of course, Lord Thunder is going to get into that. Uh, but the general thing is just don't open strange emails and yeah. don't answer strange phone calls, period. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, so. there's more into that as far as protecting yourself and knowing whether or not you're having scams and stuff and whether you got spyware on your computer and that kind of thing too. So we'll, we'll talk about that. It'll be good. Yes. Well, speaking of getting your online presence in health, I've also been working towards this recently. We've talked about this, I think a little bit towards the beginning of the year, but you know, having to eat out so much, it haven't really done a good job with it, but we've been trying to eat a little healthier, trying to make some home cooked meals whenever we can and that kind of thing. You know, even when we're going out eating a little healthier and that kind of thing too. But I finally made a decision to basically do these things. Now this is me. So this is not me telling you to do this by any means, but you know, I'm just wanted to share what my thoughts were and what I'm trying to do right now. And you know, maybe it'll encourage someone, but I was thinking about it this way. Sunday through Friday afternoon, all healthy, nutrient rich foods. Now this is going to be really hard for me. And I know this because typically it's like, Oh, I'm eating healthy meals and oh, I'll go get a, you know, cloud macchiato at Starbucks or something like that. You know, there's <laughs> sugar in it and milk and blah, blah, blah. So I'm trying to get to the point where I can basically, I wouldn't say easily, but I can, you know, have enough self-control between Sunday you know, basically when I wake up through Friday afternoon to just eat healthy, nutrient rich foods, no sugars, no added sugars that is. And I'm actually going to cut probably most breads during that time and probably most dairy as well, just to kind of, you know, keep it as nutrient rich as possible. And of course, Friday night through Saturday night, whatever. Right. But I'm not going to go over the top. It's just going to be like, yeah, if I want to have pizza, if I want to eat some, you know, cookies or whatever, have a good time. Dang. So it's going to be hard, but I'm gonna try it. I really am at least walk every single day. Even if it's like, man, I'm tired. It's, you know, it's a, I've been working out hard this week. Just go get 15 minutes of movement, slow movement or whatever. So at least do that every single day. Then of course it's getting nice. So adding in biking as much as possible. I've been doing Pilates as you know, because it helps, especially with my damaged nerve and you know, the, the muscle, then my calf that doesn't work. It helps me to target specific muscles and keep myself functional, (laughs) physically functional. I really, really does. And it makes you taller. It does. It does. Yeah. I went you're from already being like too tall. five, three to six, four and still growing. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty amazing. So I'm trying to do twice a week on those. It's a little bit more difficult because I really am starting to push myself pretty hard on those really intense workouts, you know, coming out of there where I basically, for example, can hardly hold the shower wand after a good workout because my That's arms are shaking workout. so much. Yeah. So trying to do that, I'm trying to get back and to be able to play basketball once a week. We used to play three days a week, but we only have people for one day a week now but trying to do that. And you know what? I'm not training for anything. So to me, this seems to be sufficient. I mean, for those of you that are training for something more specific, you need to do a lot more than this, but you know, this is just like maintenance. It's maintenance. It's maintenance. And it's like normal physical function, you know? Yeah. So far I like everything except that first part. I like everything so far except the first. What's the first part? The one where you're eating healthy, nutrient rich foods Sunday through Friday afternoon. It's really hard, man. But you know what? I may find that that's just not possible. And so what I do is I, (laughs) I eat. Yeah. I want to find something that's going to last. I don't want this to be like, okay, I give up in you know, a month. So I may modify that. It may be something where I say, okay, I'm eating nutrient rich foods Sunday through Friday, but Tuesday evening or or Wednesday afternoon or something, I got to do something fun just because I can't make it otherwise. So, and that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. It's the desire to be more proactive about it and do it on a more consistent long-term basis instead of saying, well, oh, well I screwed up tonight. Oh, well I screwed up today. Oh, well, you know, like I don't want to do that. So I want to find something that's going to last too. Yeah. Not a diet, but a lifestyle. Exactly. Exactly. Eight to nine hours of quality sleep a night. Time changes jack with me. So two days a year. I know it. it, (laughs) It messes me up for months, man. It, it's really that hard. sucks. Yeah, it does. So I'm, you and should I, not breed Brian. I know other people that it's the <laughs> same way. So eight to nine hours of quality sleep a night, man, that is my goal. And I really need that. Some people can get by with six, but me it's yeah. eight to nine. Another thing too, this has been hard, especially with, you know, not really living at home. I had a great routine at home, but you know, now that we're not living here while everything's getting done, phone, man. I've been waking up to it and going to bed to it. It's terrible. I got in a horrible, horrible uh, routine again. So mm. no longer am I looking at my phone about two hours before bed, at least an hour for sure, but trying to go for two hours, 
you know, like set the alarm and put it on the nightstand and don't even look at it again, you know, go do something else and then go to bed. And the same thing, what I'm doing in the morning is I'm getting up and I'm like, just checking to see if Sarah needs anything. Other than that, everyone else has to wait. (laughs) That's just the way it is. Fair enough. This is the other thing, man. This has been really tough for me. I'm one of those very nice people. And even though it's like, I have a lot of expertise and a lot of knowledge and experience and stuff like that. And so naturally people come and ask me, Hey, can I pick your brain? Hate that term, by the way. sounds disgusting. (laughs) But anyway, I get that all the time, man. I I mean, I'm not kidding. It's, it was a lot worse when I was doing profit cast, but it's still going on. And I'm like, you know, I had to pay for this information. I had to work for this information. And why should I have to give it away for free? Ah. Really? Ah. It's one thing though. If somebody is very giving to me. So for example, I, I am going to shout out to Lord Thunder. That is a generous dude. Okay. He is one of the most generous people that I know. And I feel horrible sometimes asking him questions. So my goal is to pay him back with whatever I can offer him for free and, or pay that forward as necessary. Start a list. Lord thunder. Yeah, I know you heard it here. (laughs) Don't edit that out. There are people like that, that, you know, give freely and therefore I'm okay with giving freely back to them. Like no problem at all. But I see a lot of this where people will come and they'll ask me for stuff and then that'll be it. Like they'll move on and and then never give anything back and won't pay it forward. And that's when I'm going to, I need to step back and be like, okay, significant boundaries around my time, my knowledge, my activities, et cetera. And so if people are freely giving, you will be freely given back to, let's just say that much. And of course, and I'm not saying this out of any kind of bitterness or negativity whatsoever. Please hear me on this. This podcast is free. Captain influence. And I put a lot of time into this podcast. We put it out there. You know, some of you help out on Patreon and some of you going back to like kryptonite and scarlet synapse have been, and miss ice, you know, have been giving back and helping out with the show. So other than that though, the show is freely given. So, you know, we are doing that. We are freely giving something. And again, I'm not saying that like saying, Hey guys, come on. I want something back for that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that there are things that are freely given all the time, but there are other things in my life that have been really starting to take advantage of, of me and my my time, for example, and my professionally. Exactly. Well, even, even personally, but yes, professionally for the most part. And so all that to be said, I'm setting some pretty strict boundaries and uh, moving forward that way because it has actually negatively impacted me pretty significantly financially, personally, mentally, physically, <laughs> you name it. I hope that works out. It's really hard, man, because I love helping people. But yeah, I got to be a little bit more strict. So, you know, all of these things that I'm saying right now, dude, keep dude. me accountable, man. Like, call me out. If, if you see me like, oh, Brian, you're just eating cookies every single day, you know? whatever. Or if I'm just like, you know, Hey, you're totally letting people abuse your time. You know, come on, talk to me. Let's keep each other accountable on this one. Well, keep me accountable. You're not asking for it. So, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. If you, if you hear me, if you hear me talking about lining people up against a wall and, and shooting them for, uh, taking advantage of other people, call me out for my hypocrisy about, you know, how how I think it's so ridiculous that we like violence and guns and stuff. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, you know what too is like I'm watching the rookie and of course I'm, I'm watching this stuff that people do stuff like that all the time in the rookie and they're, they're going to jail and it's like, you know, it, it's interesting to talk about and it's interesting to say, you know, these guys deserve to be shot because of how they're, you know, basically preying on innocent people. And you know, while that may be true, they may deserve some level of justice. It's, it's not for us to, to do that. If you know what I mean, it's, it's for some other monkey to do that. It's for someone with the authority to enact the justice on them. That's my theory. So yeah, we're, we're, we're not all about promoting violence here. (laughs) (laughs) We have fun talking about it, but (laughs) (laughs) we got to work it out, man. That's, that's what being real is all about because you know, we, we have these thoughts, but we're human acting on the thoughts is a totally different story. So you got to work it out. You know, you got to be real about it and say, okay, we, we don't want to go do something like that. That would be horrible. I'd just be really happy if they suddenly went away painlessly, by the way, well, I don't, I'm, 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 I'm big you. about, I'm, I'm very anti-pain. I don't, I wouldn't inflict pain on Hitler if I went back in time. Yeah. I would just see him gone. I would just remove him from the equation because good things would come. Thanos so, snaps. Yeah. That's why I like Thanos so much. Yeah, he, he, doesn't, sn- he doesn't, he doesn't, Hitler's gone. 
I mean, to, to be fair to that, to be fair about Thanos, his minions cause a lot of suffering and pain. And I don't, I didn't like that part, but his philosophy and what he was trying to do and achieve with that. I really appreciate it. So, and that's a totally like, that would be a really interesting topic for another episode to go into that because, you know, you can say my philosophy, my intentions are good, right? But it doesn't always end that way. The, the, the actions yeah. and the results can be horrid. That's why I like the infinity war, uh, you know, plot line is cause it's so it's complicated that, that way. It's, yeah. it's not, it's not a simple good guys versus bad guys scenario. It's, yeah. it's, it's much more interesting than that. So, it is yeah. true. I mean, the, the, story plot line on this is amazing when it comes to that. And I can't wait to see how they, okay, to be fair, <laughs> they better, they better resolve the storyline in a way that makes sense because of like, we're talking about Thanos's motivations are good. We got to get rid of people like Hitler. We got to get rid of people no. that are preying on innocence, stuff like that. He, his like, thing is we got to get rid of too many in the way people. <laughs> That's I, I know, but I'm saying like <laughs> the point being is that, his motivations are to save the galaxy, right? But his results and actions probably are, well, we know aren't the best at all. So how are they going to resolve that in a way that will, yeah. you know, kind of like, okay, yeah, your motivations really, are good, but your actions were bad. And here's the thing though. You're never going to get rid of it. There's no such thing right. as utopia. Here's the thing. There are people that act on their anger here. We're talking about this right now, right? Like you want to see those, those predators, essentially those people, those, those scam artists, those hackers that are hurting people, you want to see them gone. Yes. But here's gone. the thing. Those people are acting on their impulses. All the rest of us still have those impulses. We're just not acting on them. Or maybe we are to, in to some way or another. another. No, we all have, yeah. we all have, we all have our weaknesses. We all have our impulses. We all have our angry thoughts. Right. It's just some people have less control or they get into a moment of weakness. Or, I mean, you know, if you think about it, no one's immune to this stuff. So if you get rid of all no. the quote, you know, people that are acting on this stuff, someone else will rise up and do the same thing. Sure. It's never going to end. So it's like you, you do the best you can to have that control. And this is, this goes back to why I love having a positive show here is that if we focus more on the positivity in this world, if we focus more on the happy, <laughs> fun things in this world, then that's what we become. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. And we're doing a horrible job of it this episode. No, it's fantastic because this is the stuff that again, it's the real Brian show. We can't just like shove it under the rug and be like, Oh yeah, well, oh, stuff doesn't exist. Like you still got to talk about it, but then we've got yeah, to call ourselves to yeah. higher action. You're right. We're totally being real. That's for sure. No, I, I think it's all positive actually. Seriously. I love talking about it. So yeah, yeah. but to be fair, it's a lot easier said than done. And yeah. I can't tell you how many people have come to me over the last couple of years and said, Brian, nobody wants just entertainment. Nobody wants you to just talk about happy, fun things. You need to polarize. You need to get people angry. You need to get real and talk about things. that's going to piss people off. They tell me this all the time and get I'm rid like, of them. they're gone. This is wrong though. You know, if that sells fine, I'll be unsuccessful then. If that's really what it is, because I'm not going to sacrifice my beliefs just to make money in that sense. Good. So good for you, how, how did we get off of your uh, know, list of, no. of health self care things? No, this actually is self care because <laughs> part of what I'm talking about is putting boundaries around. So like I have to put boundaries around negativity and I put boundaries around yeah. people that suck me down and, or, well, I guess it would be suck me dry right. and bring me down. You know, you're right. It was just a really long tangent. You're yeah, right. No, but I think it's really good. And I, and, and actually it was so funny because our, our cousin said something, he's a teacher by the way. So he sees, you know, the agendas and the politics all the time. And he's got a lot of, of acquaintances and friends that are all coming around and saying, you know, all politics, politics, blah, blah, blah. And he said, um, he's starting to see more and more that entertainment platforms, actors, actresses, directors, writers, et cetera, et cetera, are all using their entertainment platform now to, you know, say whatever they want to say. I have a platform. Sure. So here's my agenda. And I, I'm, we talk about it a lot that I see it a lot more and more, you know, especially in recent years than I have ever. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's always been there, but you know what I mean? His question was what's wrong with entertainment just to entertain. Why do we have to be like preached at like <laughs> Beavis know? and butthead? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was just, that was just to entertain as yeah. pathetic as it was. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
No agendas. That's true. <laughs> I don't think there were. <laughs> you know, even if you go back, because speaking of Mike Judge, you go back to Office Space, and somebody brought that up the other day, and I was like, we we need to have like a, an Office Space part two, like you know, modern years, Mike Judge, mm-hmm. do all that. But that was just such a classic movie for the '90s that I don't think there were any agendas, and it was just more of like this is really kind of what work is like. Yeah, <laughs> it's really if you're in if you're in a an office environment like that, yeah, it was exactly that's why it resonated so well. Yeah, so there you go. Um, there you go. Be positive. Focus on positive things. And we are trying to do more of that. I mean, I always want to be real, but I love to have those moments where it's like, let's. I mean, is is there anything wrong with having an episode where we literally just nerd out and entertain? And we don't get serious. Is there anything wrong with that? No, because we do it all the time. Yeah. And some people are like, you know, Brian, (laughs) your your episodes just don't have enough substance. And I'm like, well, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. All right. So there you go. More play, less work, baby. Woo! And by the way, by less work, I mean unnecessary and or free work unless I choose it. Like this show, for example, it's free. I choose it. It's awesome. But yeah, you know, why work for work's sake? Go do your work, get paid, do a great job, shoot, do an excellent job, and then go play. Have some fun. More high-quality sleep consistently, less stress, less complication, more fun, man. There you go. That's what I'm doing. It's going to be hard, but I'm going to do it. Do it. Do it. Speaking of fun, there is something that we must share right now. Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. If I were a super rich, hyper-intelligent person, I would definitely try to come up with some way to cull the Earth's human population down to just a couple thousand individuals. I'd build a well-stocked bunker and go through a rigorous selection process, including people from all the major ethnic groups. Then I would engineer a super virus to kill off all the surplus monkeys and wait underground for a few years before we start over. So I wonder, which flavor of ice cream should I stockpile? Maybe vanilla caramel swirl. Well, we've had some great questions this week. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. It's been a lot of fun, actually. It's been real. I did. But it's been positive, and we've had some fun, uh, good discussions. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. And next week, yes. You're welcome. We are going to have Lord Thunder on to discuss online security. Protect yourself. Protect yourself. And, And Captain Influence has a really great idea for us for next week as well. Share it. Oh, yes. We're going to nerd out about what technologies we want to see in the future. Mm. That'll like be no fun. one's ever done that before. Of course. We haven't. It'll be a first for us it and for really. the universe. It'll be fun because we can talk about, you know, this is like I, I can share ideas on what technologies that I wanted to see when I was younger and yeah. we still don't have, but yet we have other technologies that I did wish for and here they are. So it'll be kind of fun to kind of tie that all together and say, okay, what's next? Yeah. I love that. That'll be fun. That's what you have to look forward to. Yes. And of course we really, really would love to connect with you as always. So please, please get into the Slack group, get into the discord channel. Um, And again, discord is for voice and, or just text chat. You can get on your phone, PC, Mac. So it's really cross platform. I know it's for gamers, but the way we're doing this, it's not just for gamers. You can get on and have a good conversation. You can also direct message people too. So it's it's pretty much what social media should be. And it's a great little platform. And it's free, by the way, too. So just sign up. And the invite link is now in the show notes. It will always be in the show notes. So you can go to realbryanshow.com slash 157. The link to my Spotify mixes are in there too. If you want to check out new music that I'm always adding, the link to our Slack group and the Facebook group are all in there. And honestly, like as much as I enjoy our Facebook group, to me, we're having better conversations in Slack. And my goal is also to have that more in Discord so we can start bringing people on and talking and having a good time. So please, yep. please join that. We don't, we don't talk politics in our Slack group. No. It's there, are, there are only the occasional cat photos, thanks to Cole. We just kind of nerd out about stuff there. It's great. Exactly. The more the merrier. Yes. Apps of freaking lootly. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. It's always, always fun to have you. And it's uh, just such a fun time. Um, I really enjoy it's this. So fun. It really is. It's a, you know what the music tingly. means. Oh, don't get, no, don't, don't have like goose pimples. 
I like to pop them. <laughs> the owl. Ow! Yeah. All right. Well, you have a great week. Maybe there'll be a little mashup here at the end of this. One we'll see. Thanks for listening. The Real Brian Show. Signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com. Well, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. I understand completely. Yeah, it's concerning. But I am sad. Now, this is me, like fat. That's what you have to look forward to. So you should always listen. It's that good. It's free. I choose it. Do it. It's awesome. Do it. You know, Marvel movies. Protect yourself. Thank you. Well, you're welcome.